<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. You're listening to a Globe Studios podcast in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. I'd like to greet the listeners. Hey, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Tawalets. And before I start rambling on, which I will in just a second, by myself, no guest today, I'd like everybody to please check out the description of this episode. Check out everything there. The affiliate links that you will see there to this podcast will help support this podcast. So we have a Lazada, Shopee, and Amazon. Please check that out. And if you want to check out my own personal stuff, uh, I've heard some people talk about that. Please go to linktree.com slash Aaron, A-R-Y-N, King King, Aaron King King, which is my handle on like all my social media. Check that out. You can see a bunch of stuff that I do improv related. I always talk about comedy here. I am performing in a few shows coming up. By the time this episode is released, Blagag will be going on tomorrow, which is by Solid OK. There are so many types of comedy acts happening in that evening. There's musical comedy, Sari and Chi and Chino Borromeo. There's improv music, which is me A to Z and um, Otto Chong's. And a bunch of stand-up comics, performative comedy. So check that out. That is also on my link tree if you want to check out the performances there. On October 8th, I'm also performing for Alex Kalieha's birthday show. You can check that out again on my link tree. I'll be performing a written, Nux, written song and also some improv. So I like, I really like where perform, where, sorry, live comedy is going now, where there are different types of comics and also a lot of female representation. This is something that is pretty new, I think, in the live comedy world. So today what I'm going to be talking about is comedy in the time of election season. Tricky, tricky. Yup, it's absolutely tricky. What is comedy like during the election season? Well, first of all, I'm going to say that in my experience, just checking out everything now on Facebook has always been toxic since 2016. We saw that with the Trump election and, you know, even this, this administration's, um, election process, things were very heated in 2016. I was so stressed about everything that was happening and around when was this, 2019 or 2020, there was a rise of content creators, comedic content creators, because their content was political. And the thing is, you don't really see a rise of pro-admin comedians, or at least I didn't. This is just my personal observation, but I haven't seen any content creators rise to fame for comedy when it comes to, you know, to, to pro admin stuff, I'm trying to tread lightly here because during this time, election time, man, people can get really, really violent in the comments, including myself. I'm not going to exclude myself here. It really riles people up when all of this is happening, everybody has opinions. Everybody is just attacking each other on social media (sighs) and it can get very, very frustrating. However, it seems like from what I've seen, comedy kind of thrives 
when the material gets political. Let me explain. For example, um, it happened in the U.S. when Trump was elected, there was just so much material for comedians to use. And then you didn't really see comedians rise if they were on the other side of the coin. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't see any hardcore Republican comedians making it big for their stance on politics. It was always the Democrats, at least from what I saw in U.S. media. And I think that's the same thing that's happening here. For example, the rise of Dora crybaby, right? Six foot one crybaby. I only took notice of Dora when Dora started doing, (laughs) I think the first thing I saw was when Dora did a backflip or a front flip just to talk about the government and the inefficiency. And I was just like, oh, wow, it caught my attention right away. Another one is Makoy, Makoy Dubs. He rose to fame when he started talking about politics as well. And I will admit that uh, one of my friends, Red Oliero, I've known him for a long time and his new material about politics is just so funny. But here's the thing. It's really tricky to be a comedian at this delicate time because the trolls will come after you. And as someone who has had people come after her on social media, not even a lot. See, I'm not even at the level of Dora or McCoy. I'm like a little content creator. I've been getting already people coming for me. And when it comes to elections, not only are regular people coming for you, but people who are paid will be coming for your content. And I think not only is it a challenge, it is pretty difficult. Uh, Some of my friends are just like, you know what? They're just trolls. Don't mind them. And it's true to a certain extent, but I have seen what trolls can do to someone who is not of the strongest mental state. So I actually know this girl and she was nice. She was really, really nice before. Very unassuming, a writer. And then she put out, this was still when people could see each other face to face. She put out a video singing something against Duterte. And then she's, uh, she's not a social media creator. She just did it on her own Facebook. I guess one troll or one DDS found her video, shared it somewhere. And then she started getting death threats. And she told me about this. She started getting death threats in her emails, in her, um, what do you call it? DMs and stuff like that. And putting up a front to me, she was saying, yeah, it's fine. You know, they can hate, they can hate. But it kind of slowly ate her up and she became a different person. Now she, you know, she, she became paranoid about so many things She didn't want to go to the mall if she didn't have someone with her, if she didn't have her mom. Basically, it drove her to a point of, again, she can't go out by herself. She has to be with her mom all the time. And I feel bad because it affected her relationships with other people as well. But again, this isn't an example for everyone. This was an example for one particular girl that I know. But I'm just saying... What if, you know how they say comedians aren't 
the happiest people. And to a certain extent, this is true. A lot of people use their grief and their pain and turn it into comedy. So can you just imagine if a person who is sad and grieving decides to make comedy out of the situation of the country, which is sad and funny at the same time, and then they are attacked by not just trolls, people who actually believe in what you know, what their personal opinion is or what they're saying, that can really hurt a lot of comedians. And I'm not talking about myself. I don't really, yes, I'm political, but the jo- I, 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 I still have not found a way to make jokes out of it. But I'm just trying to imagine the people, the comedians who are being attacked and given death threats, right? Just for being able to express themselves through their art. So another one is, if you listen to my earlier episodes, Tarantadong Kalbo, whose birthday it was recently. Happy birthday, Kevin. But in my interview with him, I talk about how, you know, his stuff is always political. And it really, that became his branding. And then he made this Tumindig shirt, which was wonderful. And all these artists stood by him and, you know, created their own version, made stickers, t-shirts. It really created this whole community of artists standing against oppression. And what does he get? Death threats again. And if you look at all of his social media, he talks about how the trolls are getting stronger and and it's a lot. So it's really, really scary and really, really tricky to do comedy now if you aren't brave enough to face that. And I think that's so unfair. The one thing that boggles me about the Philippines is parang pikon. Pikon lahat ng mga people in power. Well, no, sorry. Let me scratch that. Not all people in power. Because you remember... Back in high school, well, when I was in high school, Ate Glow was a thing. If you remember Ate Glow, Ate Glow was a Gloria Makapagal Arroyo impersonator. Looked exactly like her, talked exactly like her, and it was fine. You know what I mean? But with this current administration, with this anti-terror law, with all of this stuff, there's just so much fear instilled because pikon ang mga tao. They can't handle a joke. They can't take a joke. And also, if you couple it with everything that's happening now with the woke culture, which again, I will reiterate, I don't think is a bad thing. They just need to, you know, tame it down a little. Um, I think that there's so much fear that it's it might be harder for comedians to create material now. But I don't want that to happen. I want our comedians, lalo na yung mga babae, di ba sabi na nga natin, konti lang yung mga babae in comedy. Before we move on with the episode, we'd like to give a quick shout out to my friends from Immuno Bean Coffee. Hey! Immuno Bean is made with premium quality coffee combined with 19 healthy herbal ingredients. 19! Okay, to boost your immunity and vitality. So remember, shop now at shopee.ph slash immunobean. Less girls are brave to just get up there and do their own material. What more if they have, 
yun na nga, takot na nga to do their own material. And then, it's coupled with trolls attacking them. Parang that's not what you signed up for, diba? You sign up to make jokes. Jokes are supposed to entertain people. And the thing is, when people say, yeah, well, jokes are supposed to be funny. Funny is so subjective. I've gotten that so many times, comments um, in my content. And I'm like, yo, it's a joke. Yeah, but jokes are supposed to be funny. But jokes and humor are also subjective. And the thing is, if you are not directly offending, for example, okay, what I've been seeing now, a trend that I'm seeing now is you can be offended for anything. And I don't think there really has to be a balance. There really has to be a balance there because yes, it's okay to be offended if you are targeting a certain group of people. For example, rape jokes. Rape jokes are targeted against women. That is a whole group of people that you are targeting. You are targeting their trauma. You are targeting, you know, a really bad experience of that person. So I understand why rape jokes are not cool. Okay. Same thing with, ano ba? With, um... Okay, so let's just go on the opposite end of what people are getting offended at for no reason now. So some people are getting offended for things like if someone says, ah, ayoko ng pangit. And then suddenly all these people will be like, bakit? Wow, sorry na, ang ganda mo, ayaw mo ng pangit. First of all, you are target, (laughs) the group that you are targeting, supposedly, is mga pangit, quote unquote. But there are a lot of people that don't believe they are pangit. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a self-love. It's not your problem because pangit is also subjective. The idea of women being raped, that's not subjective. That is a fact. Same thing with racism. There, that's what I was going to say earlier. With racism, you are targeting a certain race or even classism, you are targeting a certain class. And that is a very objective thing if you if you make fun of someone for being poor that's foul if you make fun of someone for being uh, i don't know darker for you, you, i think i think you get what i mean but the whole idea of um ang pangit ng bosses niya all of a sudden these people who feel like pangit yung bosses nila but it's a feeling you know some people don't believe that pangit sila or yung bosses nila pangit. So I think I'm just repeating myself. The point is, there is a lot to be offended by, but there are also things that really are just jokes and they don't cut into a traumatic experience, just like uh, rape or racism. How did I get here? I was talking about politics. See, I'm just rambling. This is you accompanying me with my breakfast. So I'm still eating breakfast. But the point is, during this time, I still encourage all the comedians I know to please, please, don't be afraid to do jokes about politics. I mean, yes, it's a little difficult right now in this climate, but it's really funny material because it's true. We're basing everything on like headlines, things that the people are doing. It's really good material. And the thing is, all these trolls who are trying to silence you 
that is another effect that will happen in history. If you are silenced, who knows what's going to happen in the future? And so many things, oh my God, this, this particular election. Okay, I will admit, I'm not as stressed as I was in 2016. I felt like 2016 was just, I was also much younger. So <laughs> me handling my stress in 2016 is very different from the way I handle my stress now. And if people like Dora and McCoy and who else, there are a bunch of people that made it big over social media because they were vocal about their opinions on the government, stating facts, sharing sources. I think this is important. And if you can educate through comedy, I hate this argument of, of history was written by the victors. Yes and no, because there are still facts to consider. And I just saw, ugh, I have to ramble about this. I just saw a TikTok this morning of this account that I follow who I really like. Let me, let me look that up really quick. She educates people so well on certain things about the Philippines, history and stuff. So her account is at Mighty Magulang. Okay, if you can check that out on TikTok, at Mighty Magulang. She just posts a lot of historical facts. And her latest, as of the recording of this episode, was about martial law declaration in September 21. And she is a an economics major. So she actually said, without the politics involved, I'm going to be talking about the economic effect of martial law on the Philippines. She starts dating, she starts stating facts from NEDA and from the World Bank, putting in her sources. And then people are just trying to debunk her based on what their lolo and lola said. They're like, sabi ng lola ko ganito. Sabi ng lolo ko ganito. And that is so dangerous. If lolo and lola are the victors that you're talking about, then they are not aware of what happened everywhere else around the country. All they know is what was good for them. And that's very dangerous. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about privilege, right? Like, just because a certain thing doesn't affect you personally, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. For example, what's happening in Afghanistan now. I'm not in Afghanistan. I don't live there. But just because I don't live there, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Okay, let's take the same country here now. What's happening now in the Philippines? People are losing jobs. People um, have no money and they have nowhere to go. And there are hospitals that are full. But just because me, I'm not in a hospital or I'm vaccinated or I have work, it doesn't invalidate what's happening to all these other people. So I think that that argument is just really, really stupid. Be aware. Be aware. And like this mighty Magulang said, knowledge is power. And I love her for that. And it's true. Do your research and not just based on your biases. I try, guys. I try to read the stuff being put out there that is labeled fake news. But it's so clear that it's fake news because if you check the source, it's just so strange. This world that we're living in now, 
where truth and facts are being treated as if they're not. I mean, this whole ivermectin thing. Come on, man. That for me, I have friends that are convincing me that ivermectin is better for COVID than vaccines. I don't know. The way information is being distributed now is just so ridiculous. So again, I'm going back to my point. I'm appealing to content creators and comedians. Don't stop what you're doing. Don't be afraid. It's going to be such a hectic battle all the way up to elections. But if people aren't listening to data and facts, maybe they'll listen to entertainment. And I actually hope to be part of that entertainment, part of those people that inform others through humor, through art, right? Because that's equally important. People need to be entertained. People need to laugh. And if the current situation is what people are going to laugh at, then fine. I mean, we can't really do anything else, right? Might get red tagged. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a very scary time for content creators and for comedians. But, you know, I, I, I am talking about urging other people. I'm also kind of just talking to myself also. Not to be afraid to say my opinion through my art. This, is, this whole podcast is me just convincing myself to not be afraid. But also, yeah. If any of my comedian friends are listening to this, do not stop what you're doing. Do the Lord's work. Just kidding. I'm not going to put religion into this because a lot of people put religion into their arguments. And this is neither here nor there. It's the government. The God has nothing to do with the government, guys. Yeah. So this is this episode. I think I'm going to end it there. Just everybody, please, when you consume content, Know what you are consuming, you know, know it, do your research on it. Even not just research, just, you know, Google, <laughs> Google. I don't understand people all the way. Oh, nga pala, merong mga tao na galit din sa Google. Hanggang Google ka lang. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we are sheep because we rely on Google? The hell? No, of course not. That's because... The information is like right there. I'm not going to look for conspiracy theories on 4chan and Reddit for the truth. No way. That's so far-fetched. Anyway, so there. I hope everybody does their due diligence when consuming content. I hope content creators create more responsibly using their platform to be agents of good. Let's just not hurt each other. That's really what it is. Let's not do things that hurt each other. Let's not elect leaders that will hurt us, that will hurt people. You know, that's really it. I have a feeling I'm going to be having more episodes like this, just rambling about what's going on. But that is the climate that we're in right now. And it's going to be like this until 2022. So listeners, brace yourselves for a wild ride. All right. Uh, before I end, please check out the affiliate links in the description of this episode. <laughs> Make me happy. Use the links. Sigin. 
And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Watch more local comedy. Support local comedians. Lots of online shows are happening now. And yeah, enjoy. Let's have a little laugh, okay? Take care, guys. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>